The Last Word with Matt Cooper. It's an age-old trick. If you're getting a little bit of criticism, commission an independent report which actually says you're wonderful. That seems to be what Airbnb has done. Uh, It has commissioned a report from the independent economics advisory firm Oxford Economics, which says spending linked to Airbnb represented 10.5% of all international tourism-related spending in Ireland in 2022 and found that Airbnb supported supported almost 5,000 jobs across the country. Nobody from Airbnb to join us on the programme. Uh, the press release came in yesterday said they might have somebody for interview if available but surprise, surprise, not available. We've never been able to get anyone from Airbnb to explain itself or to answer questions about such a wonderfully positive piece of research that it has been published after having it commissioned. Keno Callaghan, TD Social Democrats housing spokesperson is our first guest. What do you make of this claim that Airbnb Airbnb has that it makes no contribution to our housing crisis. Well, I certainly don't accept that. Uh, I think actually for a piece of research, what would have been interesting if they looked at the effects that having short-term lets unregulated can have on rents in the rental sector. There was research done in Barcelona, for example, and that showed that 200 extra Airbnb listings led to an increase in rents of 7%. So they can, have, can be detrimental uh, effects and impacts but are they not also properly taking regulated? supply out of the market because there's been plenty of anecdotal evidence and I know of individuals who've done this who had apartments for rent that they would have rented on a long term basis to tenants and instead in recent years they saw way more money to be made by removing them from the rental market and making them available to short term rents on Airbnb and charging a multiple of what they would have got on rent yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so that's and that is the the issue here because from a short term let it can be much more lucrative than long term renting. So people have taken them out, uh, converted them, you know, long term rental homes, converted them to short term lets without getting the the necessary planning permission, and that hasn't been regulated or enforced uh, properly uh, in Ireland, whereas other jurisdictions have actually taken that uh, seriously. So it does have a detrimental effect on supply. At the moment, uh, the examiner just recently did a a trawl and found that there was 14 times the amount of short-term lets available than long-term rentals. They were comparing Airbnb to to Daft, for example. That's a totally distorted housing supply. So look, it's not the only issue in housing. Sorting this out wouldn't solve the housing crisis by any means, but it is important that it's properly uh, regulated. And do all of these Airbnb uh, landlords have the required planning permission to allow for their premises to be used for the function that Airbnb is? No. So if you look at it in 2020, 2021, 2022, there was only 38 applications for change of use planning permission to a short term let uh, in the cities of Dublin, Cork, uh, Galway and, and Limerick. Only 38 applications. Only seven of those were successful and we know that there's thousands of short-term lets operating in those cities uh, without planning permission. Interestingly, again, if you look at other jurisdictions in Barcelona, uh, the city council there, they employ 35 people to look at the Airbnb website, find listings that are operating without permission. They then report them to the office in Dublin, who then take these listings down off the Airbnb website. Nothing equivalent to that is happening uh, here, the resources haven't been put into uh, enforcement and regulation of this, of this uh, property. It hasn't been taken uh, seriously. And, and again, you know, you look at uh, you know places like Barcelona. The fine for a platform advertising a short-term let 
that is operating without permission is, is €600,000. So. But how successful have they been in Barcelona and other places in clamping down on irregular or improper use of Airbnb? No, they have been quite successful and, and that's the point. They have a, an actual team of 35 working on this uh, full full time. They take it very, very seriously and it has meant that properties that were in the short-term net sector without permission have gone back to uh, long-term rental that has had a stabilising effect uh, in terms of both rents and, and supply. Uh, so it, it's absolutely crucial. You know, Airbnb short-term nets have been relatively new. They've had a disruptive effect that's fine, but you have to then uh, step in and, and regulate to make sure that that disruptive effect doesn't have that huge disruption uh, to people's lives. And I have to say, look, it's not, it, it is an issue, uh, it can be most accentuated in cities, but it can be an issue in other parts uh, of the country as well. I would have people in touch with me from uh, rural communities, for example, saying they can't afford housing in their area anymore and that short-term letting has had a disruptive effect there because it hasn't been properly regulated and they can't, they can't afford to live in the communities where they've They've grown up and, and where they, you know, they want to be able to live their lives. And then, you know, look, you're then having services depleted. You can't get the, the staff uh, in schools or, you know, in disability services or in health or in all these different sectors. So, look, economically, we need to be able to get staff for all these different sectors that can afford to live. That's a very important economic point. So th- that needs to be viewed in this, this context as well. OK, there are people defending Airbnb, such as Dave, who says, we do it in our family home from April to September in an urban village in Dublin. Every single booking goes to the pubs, restaurants and shops locally. They love it. It's de- definitely a boost for the traders, etc. Dave, do you stay in your family home or do you move out somewhere else or do you just rent a room or two? Get back in touch, please, and let us know. Another one says, if you rent out your property, you lose access and legal rights to tenants. If you Airbnb it, you retain access and all legal rights. The choice is obvious, says Lar. Yeah, and I, I think on the issue of people renting out rooms or part of their home and being in it, there's zero issue with that. That's an efficient use of the housing stock. That's just a win-win for everyone. The issue is when entire apartments or houses that were available for long-term renting uh, go. And when, look, if there was just a few of that happening, it wouldn't make such an impact. But when there's large amounts, when in, you know, in entire communities, a lot of the rental stock is changing into that short-term letting. And that's not an efficient use when if those short-term lets are actually empty for a lot of the year and the, the housing is, is, is lying empty for a lot of the year. Listener says, it's not up to homeowners to have to worry about supply to the rental market. No one wants to rent long-term and have somebody wreck the place. Short-term rental is a business and if somebody wants to rent a property they own an Airbnb, then that's their property to do that with. They're the only competitors to expensive hotels in this country who rip us off constantly. The shortage of rentals is the government's problem, not people who own their own hard-owned properties. Okay, but you have to have planning permission to allow you to do it on a short-term rental basis. Uh, Morani Moraku, chairperson of the Irish Self-Catering Federation, is with us as well. Uh, Mora, are, do your members include people who let properties on Airbnb? Uh, yes, Matt. How are you doing? Um, we would have about one third of our members rent on Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb is a marketing company. It doesn't own any property directly itself. And people can choose to rent on Airbnb, which is a very successful marketing system, or one of the other online travel agents, or they can go market directly to customers, or they can use uh, one of the Irish excellent marketing companies. But do your members who of the Irish Self-Catering Federation, do you not have to have planning permission to actually operate a short-term rental basis? 
Uh, I'm glad you asked me that. Since 2019, uh, the rent pressure zones were brought in. And what it meant basically is that um, on a rolling basis, they have moved to over 50 electoral areas around Ireland where you're no longer allowed to have short-term rental without planning permission. Um, if you apply for planning permission, you quite often don't get it. And so at this stage, we have advised members not to apply until the legislation is uh, sorted so that people who've been working in the industry long term can get permission to continue on in business. This report, done for Airbnb by Oxford Economics, claims it represents over 10% of all international tourism-related spending in Ireland and supports over 5,000 jobs. What do you make of that claim? Um, well, we would have said in a report that we had in t- 2019 that we had over 7,000 jobs uh, re- directly related to self-catering, which is an industry which has been here for many, many uh, years before Airbnb was ever thought of. We've been here since the 50s or 60s. and uh, We worked away very, very happily as part of the tourism economy. And it's only in recent years that we are being seen as uh, the cause of a housing crisis, which, of course, we are not. Um, because oh, Sorry, Maura, in fairness, I don't think people are blaming genuine B&B self-caterers for the housing crisis at present. I think it's more down to those people who have taken advantage in recent years of the arrival of Airbnb, as I cited earlier, and I know of people who have done this, who changed houses, say, in Dublin, which they had in flats, which they rented to people long term, into shorter term Airbnb accommodation, because as they have boasted to me, they can make a lot more money out of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And the reason they can make so much more money out of it is because so many of the small SME businesses all over Dublin and other cities have been closed down because of this uh, rent pressure zone regulation, which really is not working. And if you're living in Westport, the regulation was brought in in Westport on the 29th of June. And what it means is anybody who is in the Westport area and owns a self-catering business for a year, years, 10 years, 20 years, now has to apply for planning permission and they are very unlikely to get it. Okay, lots of comments coming in. Dave, who was in touch earlier, says in relation to his position of going Airbnb from April to September, they continue to live in the family home. They rent out a room and bathroom to get in the extra cash. And I think indeed the typical Airbnb host, according to this report, earns over five and a half thousand a year from activities in that regard. Now, presumably... Kian O'Callaghan, I don't know if you know this, does that have to be declared to the taxman or does it qualify for the exemption of the rent to room up to 14,000 per annum? Uh, I, I couldn't give you an answer, a definitive answer. Laura, on that. do you know on that? The tax position? Oh, we seem to have lost Maura off the line, unfortunately. Maura, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. What's the tax position in relation to uh, the revenue that comes in on Airbnb? Because if you rent a room out to somebody such as a student or somebody else, you can claim up to 14000 per annum tax-free. Yeah, you can claim that when you're working with Airbnb. You have to re- return your taxes like anybody else. So you can actually claim the tax exemption up to 14000 can you? No, you can't. Oh, you can't. No. You can't. You can't. Okay. No, you cannot. Um, and we've of, we've often asked Airbnb how many entire houses they've got and how many apartments or house shares. So the report that they pr- produced today stated that they had about 16% of their properties or house shares and the rest of them 
our full houses. Okay, lots of comments coming from listeners. Column says, if you own the property, you should be free to use it how you want. Long-term rental or short-term stays, it should be the owner's choice. Property rights are in the Constitution. If the states want to go communist and nationalise the housing stock, let them do it properly and buy the houses off us, says Column. Another one says, no one who has bought a family home and a family estate should be waking up to new neighbours every week and living next door to holidaymakers or hen and stag parties. Apartments are purpose-built holidays Holiday properties, fine. Houses and housing estates, absolutely not. And uh, then another one says, very simple question. If hotels weren't so expensive, would Airbnbs be doing so well in this country? That's from Shane and Donegal. Many like that as well, Colm. Are they not, or Kian, are they not actually providing a service to people at a fairer price compared to what they regard as rip-off Irish hotels? Yeah, I, I think there's no question that we need to have uh, short-term lets and it's part of the balance and look, you know, we're never we're going to be in a situation where we don't have short-term lets as part of the, the mix uh, for, for tourists and visitors. The question is just about getting the balance on this right. So if it's not regulated, you can just have a large amount of your rental stock going to the short-term letting sect- sector. That can be detrimental then. You have to have, even in tourist areas, you have to have accommodation where people are working in tourist areas are able to rent and live in as well. Uh, so you can't just have this over-supply uh, of one type to the detriment of other types of, of, of housing. And that's why the you know the planning system or regulating it uh, is a good idea so you can mm. achieve that sort of a balance uh, in any area and make sure one particular type of housing or you know short-term lets doesn't end dominating the entire uh, makeup and supply in that area. Thank you very much for that. Keanu O'Callaghan of the Social Democrats and uh, Maura Numuraku, chairperson of the Irish Self-Catering Federation. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.